0: Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Big Boy loves walnuts. He loves them so much. They're good for the liver. Let's find out if us nuts are good for the listener. On this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. stations,
1: scanning for Jim Tracy. 1990. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one...
0: Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners, to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. When do we eat? Oh, gosh. You can find this episode at retrorewindpodcast.com slash 464, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Jared Holdesauer. Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, and three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. I am Francisco Ruiz, your captain of the pod, and sailing with me, as always, is your XO, Paul, the master interrupter powers. So, Paul, uh, where can I get more, more, more?
2: Uh, you're going to have to ask Madonna on that one. Ah, oh,
0: Fine.
2: This time we are joined by a returning guest. He is the events team manager slash podcast producer for Geeks Under Grace. Welcome back aboard War J. <laughs>
0: also known as LJ Lowry. It's good to be back. Glad you're so glad you're so back. Glad you're back, LJ. Uh, and thank you, Paul. Looking forward to hearing our conversation later and uh, also finding out how we each answer this movie's trivial question, which is as a what fa- do As a fan of the comic strip, Warren Beatty wanted to put in as many characters from the comics into this film as he could. This was a measure used by Beatty in case the film didn't have a sequel. So my question for us is what comic book movie do you think would have been better with more characters from the original comic? So, we will each be answering that question as the show progresses, but for now, XO, here is your course for this episode. First, our roundtable discussion will consist of the trailer, synopsis, production details for Dick Tracy. Then we'll discuss the things we liked and disliked about the movie. We'll follow that up with our final reign of classic, nostalgic, or tragic, and then come back to our own time with feedback and announcements. Got that, XO? When do
1: we eat? Alert. Alert. Approaching target spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis
3: vector. His name is Big Boy Caprice. There was one
1: Napoleon, one Washington, one me. He's a big time gangster out to get control. I got the gun! Get revenge. Not the bad, Big Boy, not the bad. Get the girl. Everything
3: he owns! I own! And
2: there's only one man who can stop him. Who said that? Dick Tracy calling
3: Dick Tracy. Now Big Boy is getting a taste of the law. from the world's greatest detective, you're under arrest. Warren Beatty is Dick Tracy rated PG. Starts Friday at a theater near you.
0: So apparently, this was Judge Dredd. If he's the law, I'm so confused. But
3: <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, our Mister, uh, I am the law.
2: Maybe
0: our memories were just as muddled, or maybe not. But let's find out in uh, Dick Tracy's Memory Mind Melt synopsis. Grown Peter Pan abandons kid to the streets, where Dick Tracy <laughs> and his girlfriend pick, pick him up. Scarface, Coriol, Cor, Corleone, geez, Pacino takes over the city's crime operations from Biggie Big, <laughs> Biggie Big Big Head Guy, and a hit is put on uh, Dick Tracy. Spending the city's worst mob bosses, a- sending the city's worst mob bosses after him, uh, Tracy jeopardizes his career and relationship on a quest to find out who is responsible. Dick Tracy brings in mumbling hook for questioning, slowing down the recording. Com- record confession of Rain Man leads-, leads to Big Boy, not the hamburger restaurant. After discovering that Big Boy did it, a, a faceless Madonna gets involved and Tracy is framed but still comes out ahead. Wow. Um, that was I mean, several things off. Yeah, several things off. So it was unfortunately or fortunately <laughs> incepted. A lot of it was right but yeah not yeah all but not all of it based on those memories as flawed as th- they somewhat were what rating uh, did they lead us to predict for this movie before rewatching it A classic nostalgic or tragic so let's start with lj what did you predict
3: uh i predicted
0: classic classic okay oh, how about you paul same and uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I predicted tragic. So we'll, well see all right. how those cool. ratings turned out. But first, let's get the technical specs of this movie, like who was in it, uh, how, did, how did it do at the box office, things like that. Paul?
2: All right. The movie Dick Tracy uh, is rated PG, runs an hour and 45 minutes. It was released June 15th, 1990 in the U.S. of A., it was directed by Warren Beatty, and he put himself in the picture, along with many, many other people you may or may not recognize.
0: Yeah, I get ready for one of the longest lists of uh, actors who were in other movies covered by the Retro Rewind podcast. <laughs> we'll start All off. Star cast. What was that?
3: was uh, that? Out... All-Star cast. Yeah,
0: All-Star cast, exactly. First off, uh, Dick Van Dyke played the DA, and was also Bert slash Mr. Dawes Sr. in Mary Poppins, which we covered at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 28. Dustin Hoffman was Mumbles. And the much more articulate Captain Hook from Hook slash 112, James Tolkien surreptitiously played Numbers. I say that because I didn't see him in this movie. <laughs> But more prominently... he
2: had glasses on. Yes. He was one of the... If you knew where to look for him, he he was definitely there. Strickland!
0: But he was more prominently in War Games as Wigan slash 86. Top Gun, where he played Stinger, was slash 115. He is in Back to the Future 1 and 2 as Strickland, which was slash 70 and slash 74, respectively. Also, Back to the Future 3 as Marshall Strickland slash 77 and Masters of the Universe as Detective Lubick in good old Episode 3, my favorite, not favorite because of the horrible (laughs) audio. Uh, Uh, After that, R.J. Armstrong played Pruneface as well as General Phillips in Predator slash 96. Paul Servino played Lips Manless and also Eddie Valentine from The Rocketeer slash 2. Madonna played Breathless Mahoney as well as May Mordobito, Mordobito, I think, from A League of Their Own, slash 66. Charles During was Chief Brandon, Brandom, and also Doc Hoppe from The Muppet Movie, slash 41. William Forsythe yeah. was unrecognizable as Flattop, in my opinion, and looked more like himself as Ernest Paxton in The Rock, slash 91. Charlie Carismo wondered when he... When do we eat as the kid? And also, was William Lichter in Can't Hardly Wait, slash 65, Jack Banning in Hook, slash 112, Siggy Marvin in What About Bob, slash 88. Finally, Dick Tracy's music was composed by A Dead Man's Party and Danny Elfman, who also scored Spider Man, slash 142, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, slash 60, Batman, slash 57. And I, I didn't realize this mission impossible slash 10
2: he must have helped out because he didn't do the whole thing I
0: well I, he was listed
2: as music by so huh. I, yeah I just, but i know that main theme that they use in the first movie is done by like two european guys Anyway, because well, yeah. I got the soundtrack.
0: Okay, kind of. good for you, Paul.
2: Oh, <laughs> sorry. You want to no know technicals? I thought you want to no know technicals on that. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So. Let's get
0: back to the technicals. So that was a long list. Okay. Wish,
2: yes. The budget of this movie is Dick of Dick Tracy was uh, almost fifty million dollars and went on to gross over hundred and sixty million dollars. There it is. <laughs> 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 All right. Button? Yeah. Exactly. So the movie, in the the year 1990, uh, there were uh, 225 movies, according to the box office, U.S. box office. Of all the movies that opened up in the year 1990, what number do you think Dick Tracy brought in?
0: Uh, Of how many movies again did you say? 225. What do you think, LJ? So in
3: 1990, there were 225?
2: Yeah, 225 movies. Where do you think Dick Tracy came in in the box office amongst those 225? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Home Alone was number
0: one. Okay. okay. I'm
3: going to say 20. 20. Okay.
0: I'm going to say 80. And from chat, Dale guesses 60. Thanks for being here live, Dale, by the way. You can be here live watching us record at twitch.tv slash pod on every other Friday night, 8 p.m. Pacific.
2: Yeah, and if we're not streaming then, it's the other Friday night. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no. All right. Actually it was number nine. Came in at what? number nine. Dick really? Tracy came in. Yes. At okay. over a hundred and three million dollars that year. I mean,
0: that's great. I'm so glad it did so well. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> out of all the comic book adapted movies, there's 164. For the wow, big we're up
0: to that many. That's amazing. Okay,
2: yes. Um, what number do you think Dick Tracy came in? For okay, a comic book adaptation.
0: I'm going to guess first out this of 164, and I'm going to guess I'm going to guess just an even 100. Okay, how about you, LJ? Uh,
3: I'll guess 80.
0: And Dale says seventy-five. Who's closest?
3: Oh, Dale, (laughs) seventy-two.
0: Oh, good job, Dale. And LJ, in terms of our crew, was closer as well. Yes. All right, fine. Good. I mean, good job, Dick Tracy. Way, way to go. So apparently, I mean, it did plenty about the box office. Uh, imagine there are lots of things that lots of people liked about Dick Tracy, but let's talk specifically about the things we liked. And let's start with our guest, LJ. And you actually uh, got to pick this movie specifically because you're at our, that level of being uh, Retro Rewind Podcast Patreon, or reflex of Pastor. Thank you so much for that and all your support. Yeah. And I'm glad you got to pick thank this movie. you,
3: guys. It's, I was just going to say, no, thank you. And uh, it, I'm just happy to, to support. Your content.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
2: And I'm uh, just happy to be here. When do we
0: eat? <laughs> LJ, why don't you kick us off with uh, something you liked about this movie? Okay.
3: Uh first of all, I really liked the music. I'm a huge fan of Danny Elfman's yeah. work. Um I, I will say, uh it didn't have really any like standout tracks, like mm-hmm. maybe something like like Batman or so, I guess So you're saying you want
0: more 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 standout tracks?
3: yeah um, i mean that's not really a a, like i don't really consider that a dislike but um i appreciate that like when i hear his music i know that's danny Elfman. oh Um, totally yes yeah and there there's not any one track that stood out to me but i just love that style Mm -hmm. and i think it was uh, because um from what i read they were trying to build off of that success uh that batman had received and that's kind of where I think they got – that's why they tried to go uh, with that style as well. Um, But as far as the music goes, um, that's where they really wanted to capture that. Um, But, but yeah, that's uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about the movie.
0: Interesting – this was uh, IMDb trivia, so take that with a grain of salt. But apparently Danny Elfman said uh, after working with uh, Warren Beatty, he said, like, Warren Beatty was insane. (laughs) i got the impression he did not yeah. like working on this movie for and for that,
3: it but. does seem like there's a lot surrounding this movie like it seemed uh, from what i had read it seemed like this movie was tough to get made i think mm-hmm. they'd been trying to get it made for like 10 years at this point or at least oh, warren. Wow. i think oh it goodness. seems like warren Beatty was the guy that wanted to get this movie done the most more than anybody else oh really um,
1: okay
3: yeah from from what i read yeah mm-hmm. there. Apparently they had more uh, other actors in mind and stuff like that as Dick Tracy, but just as time went on, I, I don't think he had anybody. So he said, "Why not me?" Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I mean, all right,
2: let's if, do a sidebar. Who do you think would be a good Dick Tracy if not Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty didn't didn't do it. Who would have been a good Dick Tracy?
3: Well, uh, huh. I've always thought he looked to me. He looks a lot like Harrison Ford. Oh, and, huh. yeah, and so I just think that would be. That would be a a pretty good choice.
1: I
0: could see that. Um, Go go ahead, Paul.
3: Well,
2: for me, I don't know back then, but right now, I think Josh Brolin has that big job. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Josh Brolin would be good for that. I think he would do a really good job. Yeah, Josh Brolin would be great.
0: Yeah, but I agree with you. Back then, probably not as much. No,
2: he's too young.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Um, I mean,
2: still uh, stretching. Trying to get, uh, you know, Mikey away from
0: trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. No one's really come to mind for me. I mean, I always like seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger things, but I think that'd be kind
3: of ridiculous. That
0: would have been funny.
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger would be like, like his muscles would be like ripping his like trench coat.
0: Exactly. Come here, big
1: boy. I am the copper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh and Dale, oh, those are some good suggestions Dale. Uh from chat, he said Christopher Reeve or uh, Dennis Quaid. I think those would probably oh, would have been interesting. interesting. Yeah, uh, Dennis
3: Quaid would be good too. Yeah. And yeah. today
0: Michael Fassbender eh, I, I guess I kind of see that.
3: Fassbender li- could be cool too, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I like Fassbender your, uh, could do almost anything. I like
0: uh-huh. the I like the Christopher Reeve. I think I really would have liked to have seen that. Even though he definitely be- has
3: the facial feature, the features.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So he's probably like, I don't want to do another comic book movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Dale says
3: David Hasselhoff. I kind of like that idea.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, don't hassle
3: yeah. the Hoff. Night Rider and just started Baywatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good.
2: David Hasselhoff would have been a great yeah. Decreasing. I like Is that, that. What yeah. you guys were
0: talking yeah. about. Well, yeah,
2: Dale suggested it. Was a it.
3: Suggestion from Dale.
2: Yeah. Oh, I Dale, good job. That's my new favorite.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Let's get back on point with something you like, Paul. Was the music one of your likes? It was actually the
2: songs, not so much the the orchestra orchestral mm-hmm. or whatever by Danny Elfman, but the 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 original songs uh, written by Stephen Sondheim. You know, yeah. sooner mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. later, they're the ones that Madonna sang and more. I thought they were fun and upbeat, so catchy. And catchy. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally, yeah, I had them
3: stuck in my head for like three days now. So yeah.
2: Yeah, so good job. That I opening... wanted to add a little tidbit. Sorry. The song Sooner or Later was actually, uh, it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Oh, wow. That that's year. I didn't that's that. awesome. Yeah. And it was later repurposed in uh, uh, Splash Mountain. So anytime that you go what? into Splash Mountain. Really? Yeah. The uh, the mother uh, rabbit is singing Sooner or Later, Brer Rabbit's going to get caught. So <laughs> okay. uh, it was repurposed for that ride. Oh, wow, so That's so a little, cool. Do little fun bit trivia things there for you. And but anyway, that's
1: Francisco. I guess that what makes you like?
0: sense. Since, well, I just want to say since Touchstone was a Disney sort of subsidiary, so they, yeah, I guess yeah. it could take take it from that. <clears throat> but yeah. the thing I really liked that I was really impressed by right away was that opening matte painting. It looked I was like, "Wow, did they have CG or were they animating this or something?" It just looks so alive and beautiful and vibrant. I was just so impressed by that opening map definitely before computer yeah well, exactly so i was like I, I don't understand how i'm seeing this right now it was just yeah it was like, impressive
3: it was really great because some of it you could tell was very practical like pieces and stuff but other times mm-hmm. i just couldn't tell
0: yeah exactly yeah so i was yeah i was really floored by that it uh the the mind how do they do that exactly mm-hmm. i guess i've had too many walnuts but uh what's something else <laughs> you liked lj
3: uh, something else I liked. Um, it was, all it was also the the practical effects. Uh, I do want to talk more on that. Um, just as far as like going into like even the, the makeup especially.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Jeez. That
3: that's my second like
0: as well. <laughs> We're
3: right on track. <laughs> there we go. Um, but Don't it, worry, just guys. The it's practical not mine. effects <laughs> As a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciated it because uh, th- this is one of those movies that if it was done today, it would have been mostly CG, I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah,
3: yes. uh, but I appreciated it. Um, like, you could tell, like, it was on a soundstage, but it was just one of those things that I can tell, but at the same time, it's so well done that it's it's one of those things that, like, I didn't even care. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I didn't sort of... I didn't come away from the movie thinking, oh, yeah, that was on a soundstage. How disappointing. I, I didn't didn't really on me at all until you said oh. that. I'm like, oh yeah, I probably was all on the soundstage. Uh, but something that I'm I'm curious about, guys. Something that always, I didn't realize this until I was reading IMDb trivia. But you know, at the beginning, the 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 gangsters playing cards uh, before they get shot up by Flat Top and I think Itchy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the one guy that you have a super close up, and it's like he's all face.
3: Oh yeah, small or what do they call them? L- little, little face?
0: Or- did you? Real, did so? I always thought it was this guy with this just massive head, and I always wondered why in uh, other shots you didn't really see him. I'm like, Where is this guy? Where's this guy with the massive head? Apparently, Little Face I thought was like an ironic uh name, but actually, it's a guy with a normal size head, but his face is the size of someone's nose. Did you guys yeah, ever so- pick up on that?
3: So, I'm guessing I, I was looking at that too, uh, because what I'm guessing is they just the way they did it was amazing because it looks like you, like you were saying, like his head is just huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was some kind of like costume or something, or if they just, like shrunk his face somehow. I have no idea. Uh, Well, it's interesting. Francisco's. I
2: didn't get that either, but I think now that you say that I, I can see that. And it does the way they shot, it leaves it
0: interpretation for either one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm just saying if they have it, this, I assume this is a comic character and you see this from different angles. They should have shot in a way to like, Oh, this is that character, not this ambiguous one that oh who knows what it could be i don't know uh, none of the characters are ambiguous if you're a fan of the comic
2: strip that's yeah, it right? it's, it's like they place these in here there for the the fans but and if you're and they get killed off so quickly that if you're not a fan it doesn't really matter
0: i'd say right? stop it with your good points but apparently you wanted to add on to uh, lj's with your second like so go ahead <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: agree. the The makeup is
2: incredible. Even I think to today's standards. I mean, I can't even with the the high def. I can't tell where the makeup ends and the skin begins. Yeah, and it just uh, hides. uh the faces not hides it. It I don't think it hides any of the faces because they're so expressive. But it, yeah. the makeup in it is just astounding. Yeah, yeah
3: even with uh, even with lips, his makeup was so well done that. You could tell, like, obviously his lips were the most exaggerated part of his face. Mm -hmm. Right. But his was the closest to looking, like, almost normal. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that. And they kind of demonstrated when he was – what was it, Oysters or something he was eating or whatever? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and he, But, yeah, no. But I just thought it was – like, his in particular, it wasn't very, like, outstanding or exaggerated as the other characters. But it (laughs) was just one of those things where – it, the effects were just enough to to get that on the nose.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, the nose, like little faces, was the size of the nose. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs>
0: no, not stretch yeah. for the Joker at all. <laughs> but uh, my uh, something else I liked before we get to our classic makers was I. Um, now this is not all. We'll get to the the flip side of this. A little bit later, but I thought some of the the cinematography of this movie was yeah. really, really well done. Like, oh man, yes, this is on point, man. This looks so. This is such a nice shot right the here. Oh yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I yeah. really appreciated when those moments happened. I was like, man, mm-hmm. well done, movie. Uh, yeah. When those moments happened, I will underline. <laughs> now, now yeah. though, uh, I, so I hear like you guys sort of felt the same way. Awesome. But let's get now get to our classic makers. And maybe, maybe this was one of yours. Uh, but let's start, let's start with Paul. What's, what was your classic maker for Dick Tracy? The thing you like the most. My
2: favorite thing about this movie is watching the different actors uh, that you know, these different actors from different movies, but they go into their roles in this movie and just play it up. But I just thought it was so fun to see the different, uh, like, recognizing, um, um, even the stenographer or whatever her, her Kathy Bates is like Is I, that how am I where to Kathy
0: think? Bates was? Okay. Yeah, kn- she was taking the notes
2: for mumbles and uh-huh. uh, okay. there's just so many people in here. And I think the actors did a phenomenal job. And I mean, even Al Pacino, he has some of the most ridiculously written lines. <laughs> Yeah. In the history of cinema, mm-hmm. but the way he he expresses those lines is so believable for that character. Sure. It totally makes sense. Uh-huh.
0: I get that. I get that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go off that with my classic maker because for me, mine was actually very a very specific character, and it was Tess, a uh, uh, true heart. I just. I yeah. really liked her character so much. I, I felt like she was a very deep character. She had a lot going on. She was very three dimensional. I, I like
2: very like I like living alone, but secretly hinting, will you please ask me to marry, ask me
0: well, to marry I, you? I mean, I kind of got that sense, yes. But at the same time, I felt like okay, she could be independent. She could be on her own, and also, yeah, she 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 loved Dick Tracy, which was great, and that's even more. Uh, visualize and represent by when she uh, sort of ca- catches kind of uh breathless in uh his apartment and them talking oh. or kissing I, I think doesn't she see them kissing i think yeah, yeah, she, yeah. yep she does and how hurt she feels after that and oh i was I like really is, I, on the verge of tears yeah. because i felt so bad for her oh my goodness the, the Actress
2: Glenn Heedley did Thank an amazing you. job oh, with yeah. these small little gestures of her mm-hmm. eyes and, yeah. and reactions, and then I mean, yeah. and yeah.
0: how she treats Kid like, Do you want a broken arm? <laughs> like, yeah.
3: she like she, she's got a little bit of a gangster inside of herself, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. she's she's <laughs> scrappy, she's not gonna yeah. take any nonsense, uh,
3: yeah. And then, uh, one thing on, on Tess is I do like how. Like her, her character isn't as exaggerated as everybody else, so she oh, yeah. seems like almost the one normal person that's mm-hmm. not in this type of like prime underworld. She's the normal one out of the bunch.
0: Yes, maybe that's why I like her so much, because she is such a standout in that way. Uh, but yeah. wh- what's the thing that stood out to the ice,
2: you? The, the Soto Shop jerk Stepping by over the counter was pretty away. normal, going like, well, go on. Ask away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a fair point, Paul. Uh, but av- since you stepped over my segue, uh, you're L- welcome. LJ. When do we, LJ, what is, uh, what was your classic maker? The thing you liked the most about Dick Tracy? Uh
3: My classic maker is, it's the simple narrative. Uh, I think one of the criticisms that this movie got, um, as I was doing some research myself, after I watched it is, um, that uh people didn't really like i guess some people didn't like how like simplistic the plot was and how there wasn't really like much to it
1: mm-hmm. and
3: especially with like the character with most of the characters like, like you were saying like tess is has is one of the strongest characters in the in the movie mm-hmm. um but i really like uh this uh, simple narrative it's something mm. that you can just throw on and it's not this some big, deep, like three hour long plot that you have to pay attention to. Like this is a movie. This is a movie that you can throw on the back on in the background and enjoy. Like it's a good, uh, it's a good sick day movie. Like if you're laying in bed sick and don't want to do much else and you want to throw on a movie or something that you don't have to pay a lot of attention to.
1: This uh, that's sick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, I love that about this movie. And, uh, to me, um, Kind of what a a movie like this should be based on an an old school comic strip. Uh, So I I really love that about this movie.
2: Yeah, and I I thought it was a great plot, uh, ingenious plot of the yeah of the of the singer trying framing Dick Tracy, like all the behind the scenes
3: that she had to do in order to get
2: it to to work it out. I thought it was very clever.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Like it, it did have a pretty long. Because uh, that's one thing I struggled with was try- trying to remember like what exactly happened because there was really a lot that happened in this movie. And so one thing that I did remember was, you know, that at some point, like they were all after him somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when I watched it again, I'm like, man, this, this is actually a it's it's a pretty long plot, but it's also simple enough to to keep people engaged.
0: Yeah, I, I felt it was solid, the plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys are uh, free to have those opinions. About When do we? Eat? <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. Well, you know what? Let's uh, get to oh. Every time, every time this happens, there's hmm, one, it's more like you like. <laughs> one more thing I like.
1: One more thing I like.
0: Sorry. I'm sorry I forget these things, guys. But, you know, I liked Strangers and Aliens. Uh, This is Strangers and Aliens is a conversational podcast and blog that explores the the relationship between God and man through the lens of speculative and imaginative fiction and explores the same fiction through the lens of God's relationship with men. Join Ben Avery, Dr. Jace O'Neill, and Steve McDonald, a trio of Christians who are both fans and creators of story, in their conversation about the intersection of faith and imagination. Find them at strangersandaliens.com.
2: So there's three of them talking kind of like at the end between No Face and Dick Tracy and
0: uh, Big Boy, kind of like that. If that's the connection you get, awesome, because I was loathed. (laughs) I was want to find one. What's the word? (laughs) Wanting to find one? Not really wanting. I was hard pressed to find one.
2: Hard pressed, juiced, thirsty. When do we
0: eat? (laughs) <laughs> I'll just keep all that in. Why not? Okay. <clears throat> well, so yeah, it was you know it was the three of them, like you said, and I was hard pressed, and that made you think of food and when do we eat? And you know what? Maybe made the trivial question. Well, it has nothing to do with what types of food we like, but let's let's answer it nonetheless. And again, it was, what comic bu- book movie do you think would have been better with more characters from the original comic in it? So, for me, I'll, I'll actually say I would have loved if uh, The Dark Knight Rises, the last movie in Christopher Nolan's trilogy, had uh, the Riddler as Robin. another character. Had Yeah, I think they've been really cool to have had Robin in it. Uh, it was cool. I mean, Catwoman and Bane and uh, what was um, Raja Gould's uh, daughter – Talia? Talia, Talia, yeah. Talia. It, it, I mean, it's fine having them in it. I feel like for the like the climax, I, I think I think a lot of people. This is sort of something that a lot of people were saying back then was that it would have been really cool to have Riddler because that seems like such a, a good corollary with Christopher uh, Christopher Nolan's storytelling that this this sort of trickster that um, has plays mind games and stuff. I that I think that would have been I, I think that would have been a better. A main villain in Dark Knight Rises than Bane. I mean, I'm fine to have Bane as part of that. I think that would have been he would have been just a fun muscle character for <laughs> for Batman to go against. But I think uh, Riddler mm-hmm. and yeah, I think Robin also would have been great to have. I mean, I you kind of had Robin with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, no, but uh, not really, you know. So yeah, oh,
1: that's a cheap.
0: That was a cheap move to sort of. Tack him in. Oh, they call me Robin at the end. Yeah, Yeah. spoiler alert. I guess Mm -hmm. for Dark Knight Rises. But how about how about you, LJ? What movie do? What comic book movie would have been better?
3: Oh, I'm kind of hard pressed to really think of one uh, because a lot of comic book movies get criticized for having too many. That's true. Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe. Maybe Blade, uh, one of the Blade movies, would have been cool um, to have. um, Like they started incorporating characters um, in in the third one uh, with like Ryan Reynolds as like Hannibal King and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was thinking it would have been great to have. uh, Morbius, the living vampire in one of those,
0: that would have been, he's a protagonist, right? Or is he an antagonist or
3: he's, he been, he's very much an anti here, uh, at some point, but Mm -hmm. he's the type that, uh, definitely starts off as like an antagonist. uh, Okay. He kind of sits in the realm with like Spider-Man and, um, I can't remember off the top of my head where he exactly, exactly or originated from, but he deals uh, a lot, uh, A lot in that supernatural, like, dark universe that Blade Mm -hmm. is from. So Mm -hmm. I think it would have been great to have Wesley Snipes, um, like, maybe for the third one instead of, like, they chose, like, Dracula (laughs) for the third one. I'm like, okay. Really? Um, But I think, yeah. So I think it would have been cool maybe to have uh, Morbius as, like, the main bad guy for... I, I, I guess with... With it being Dracula, it was supposed higher stakes. Like, oh yeah, he's the biggest, baddest vampire in the world.
0: Well, if you're going to do that, have Morbius be sort of the mid boss that then turns yeah. and allies allies with uh, Blade, and then they go defeat Dracula together. Yeah,
3: yeah, that would have been great. Actually, it's like a buddy uh, yeah, cop. Yeah, it would have been really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So we're we're on the same page, LJ. Good job. <laughs> yeah,
3: it would it would have been cool to have um somebody as as big like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody that could rival Wesley Snipes. Um, but I guess Ryan Reynolds kind of kind of did that in a weird way as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was going uh, to say the government with their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, kick him ways down. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Dale uh, from chat suggests a Masters of the Universe. Yes. I think we got to mm-hmm. see Ram oh, Man in the Masters of the nice. Universe movie. Come on. Uh, and then Lopan the Man says, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. He probably, he, I assume he would have liked to have seen like Brainiacs or. What? I don't know why villains from Superman are totally eluding me. You guys are probably know better uh, than Lex me. Anyway. Well, no, he is in the movies. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I oh, said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, and Dale says, yeah, Brainiac, Metallo in the Reeves series. Those would have been good. Okay, and uh, Paul, that gave you plenty of time. Well, oh,
2: definitely, I had my answer way back from, but that's all right. I was uh, letting you guys uh, have appreciate fun with that kind I, I would have loved to have seen at least Green Lantern and a few more in the latest Justice League movie. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, what What other
0: but, or, people would have been? I uh, Martian Manhunter, right? Would be in one of the Justice League. That's people. That's. Uh, typical
2: go-to, but you have a whole cartoon series of like so many, like at the Mm. beginning of the Justice League movie, it pans back on their logo and it's like 50 different characters on it. That's how many they had to choose from. Wait, in the
0: the movie they did that? I never saw the movies, but
2: yeah, yeah, you know, at the beginning of like a Marvel movie, they flash all the
0: yeah, characters
2: yeah. before the logo comes up. Yeah, yeah. Well, DC yeah. kind of does a similar thing.
0: Oh, yeah, I thought be. I thought you were saying before it, the title Justice League, they're showing the whole Justice League, and that that been. I feel like that would been kind of Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in that... a way, but my my real answer is the
2: first Deadpool movie, and I know they had very limited budget, mm-hmm. but when oh. you have a character like Deadpool, it's 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 you You want to see more?
0: Uh, well, you know what they 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 met your request now they have Fred Savage in it and it's it's great. <laughs> 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 more Princess Pride characters. That's what you want, right? Anyway. Wow. Now it's time, frivolities aside and trivials aside, let's get to some of your guys' feedback. Uh, uh, Paul d- does a great job of going out to social media saying, hey, what do you remember about the movies we cover? And here's what some of you had to say about Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Ryan R. Jackson says, all I remember is ugly looking bad guys, Depending on and depending on how Retro Rewind Podcast rates this, may have to see it again. So stay tuned, RJ. Uh, Wardale White. Says warm Beatty in all yellow. Madonna in her prime. William Forsythe has one heck of a flat top. And Charlie Cari- uh, Corsozmo uh, just wants to eat. <laughs> Can someone please feed this kid already? <laughs> Al Pacino, Dustin Hoffman, and even Dick Van Dyke before his doctor sleuthing days on '90s television Diagnosis Murder, where were a joy to see in this Disney flick. It's not Disney. It's Touchdown. Disney is uh, owned by Disney, so I, Disney. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was going to be originally Disney, but then like, uh, 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 too racy, uh, put this to touchstone. <laughs>
3: yeah. Like, nobody really wanted to make this movie, sadly.
0: Yeah. What was it sad? I don't know. Uh, Steve Hamilton <laughs> says, calling all car, calling all cars, calling all cars. I can't decide if Dick Tracy is Batman or Batman is Dick Tracy. I loved this growing up, but unfortunately, Father Time put concrete shoes on this film. I love Tracy's watch, of course. Do you guys... As an aside, sorry, Steve. Do you guys remember Dick Tracy's watch having a TV on it?
2: It's I, not a TV, it's a radio. Well, yeah, no. It has radio. That I, over I
0: it. had this, I guess it was incepted. I could have sworn there was going to be a TV, a little TV screen on his watch. Not just a radio thing, A T actual TV where you could look and you'd see the person. I don't know
3: why. In like
0: a comic strip or. No, like that. like like an iwatch. You look at your watch and you, yeah. it's like a video screen, but also like more analog, more steampunky than than an iwatch. I, right. I don't know why. I don't know I why. Don't I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Obviously you don't cuz it's not in this movie. I'm just telling you for some reason. Oh, okay. So, uh, no,
1: so but I
0: mean sl- from the comics or anything. I'm, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it comes from. Regardless, <laughs> Steve Hamilton continues. Um Jetsons maybe i don't know uh i love tracy uh i love tracy's watch of course and the style of it along with danny elfman was great i feel if made today it would be done in a sin city style noir uh who knows yep. maybe netflix or disney streaming would revive it from the dirt nap it took back in 1990 yeah you see it's a bad movie you see nobody likes it you see ma what
2: <laughs> you gotta read that like a gangsta
0: you say it's a bad movie you say nobody likes my <laughs> also the, the sega <laughs> game go. was the hardest thing that had nothing to do with the movie plot <laughs> i could see that and finally sega. deborah comstock hammer says i have the vhs tape well that's cool
2: and my mom my mom replied i have the <laughs> the laser disc <laughs>
1: that's
0: cool. That's awesome. So thank you so much, Ryan Jackson, Wardale White, uh, Steve Hamilton, and Deborah Comstock, and Deb Powers for your feedback. Uh, Now let's get to the things we didn't like. Obviously, uh, Steve felt like there are some things that don't hold up anymore, and let's see if we feel the same way. Uh, I'll start us off, guys, because uh, you know what? I... I did not enjoy some of the filmmaking. I said one of my likes was some of the cinematography, but man, if this movie didn't overuse zooms and also this technique, I I wasn't sure what it was called. I actually researched it. Do you guys, are you guys familiar? If I say what deep focus shots are, do you know what that is?
3: I feel like I've heard the term. Uh,
0: When do we? (laughs) Okay. What it is, Uh is when you have a character that's, in the foreground and in the background and they're both mm. perfectly in focus and sometimes yeah. you see this blurring effect in the middle now deep focus isn't oh. always that there are, you can't have it where there's no blurring and it's just there's enough light exposure that you don't that's it's still deep focus like, technically but it's not this extreme of it <laughs> go ahead like Mark. when the lady from the orphanage is walking down the hall exactly. and you see the kids face exactly on the that's side. a perfect exactly. example of that Oh, you right. see that that's like littered throughout this movie. There's like, like lots it's of great. zooms, like I said, you know, right why? up close. Why, Paul? Why is it great?
2: Because it's supposed to look like a comic strip where everything is in focus in the comic strip, the foreground and the background. I Okay, but is this a comic strip? It's a comic <laughs> movie of a comic
0: strip. Is it a comic that strip? Is- that is a good point, though. Oh, so you're saying Hulk, uh, Angley's Hulk, was an amazing movie because it had all the comic strip box things going in and out, in and out.
2: Confession: I own it, but haven't seen it yet. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> you're probably better off that way. <laughs> That's what I keep
2: hearing. That's why I keep like uh, hearing other things are better, so I haven't gotten to it yet.
0: <laughs> okay, well then I guess that uh, will. Dig is a little bit uh moo, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just felt like it was too much overused. I, I, I and which is bo- I think it bothers me so much because it contrasts against those shots which are done so well. So that's one thing you're I
3: right. Like. I could see that though. It's it's not a conventional, I guess, trick to be used that much in like movies uh, like that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I use it sometimes, that's fine. I, I have no problem with it. Use a uh, very um, sparingly, but I felt like it was, it was all, as m- much as they, it, oh, this, we need to cram in stuff. So let's just put two of these things in the shot at the same time. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what's something you didn't like though, LJ? You sound like you're a fan of this movie, but are there any things you didn't like? Um, there were a few things,
3: uh, uh, more, uh, the first one's a little bit nitpicky. Um, I really wasn't a fan of the re- rehearsal scene.
1: <laughs> uh, <when it> re- <laughs> really? Uh, I actually kind of like that.
0: What didn't what you like about it, though?
3: Um, it was like I normally like uh, Al Pacino's character like throughout the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. but he just felt kind of like, I feel like he overplayed it a little bit in my opinion. <laughs> okay, A little over the top? Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit much. Like the characters around him, I felt like were doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just didn't really feel like threatening necessarily he just felt like more annoying like uh, it, yeah. smaller okay. than everybody else which I get that I get that's why he's called big boy but it's like I feel like Madonna could have just like like kicked him and like <laughs> pushed him away and be like alright I'm stopping you know like yeah he just didn't seem like very threatening there and I felt like that's what the scene was kind of going for because mm-hmm. you know there's they had been rehearsing all night and stuff but it was just one of those things where I didn't really find him that believable in that scene in particular.
2: Mm-hmm. You know who's a better big boy? Bob's big boy. Oh go gosh. check them out. They need more service.
3: I was going to say, are they? I don't even <laughs> think they're, Bob's big boys are around anymore. Oh,
2: they, they are in California. Yeah, they are in so California. you can go online, buy their merch. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. <laughs>
2: they need some support so they can travel the world. Okay. Uh, Paul,
0: what about this movie did you not support?
2: Um, I said I liked the songs. The music by Danny Elfman was okay, but where there's a big fat F from me is that there's no memorable Dick Tracy theme. Yeah. Here you have a memorable character.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And you have a chance to
2: make a memorable theme and nothing. yeah, yeah
3: that's that's true. And, and I even did did mention that earlier. like right. none of it, none of it was really that uh, as far as the orchestral stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, let's go back to you, LJ. What's something else you didn't like?
3: Something else I didn't like. Um, another little nitpicky one. Um, the, uh, th- that first montage when he's going in, um, when he's busting, busting everybody, mm-hmm. I thought it would have been a lot cooler if they added the sound effects. Cause I think it, it was just yeah. when it, it was the score, right? Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, oh, so, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It just the the singing I, of yeah. business. Oh wait, that was the second one. Yeah, so, there yeah. was like, yeah. There's like two and montages and like that. One for the good guys, one for the bad guys.
3: Like, yeah. There was like three, I thought. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, um but it was that first one where it was like that very slow music. But I mean, yeah. it was good music. But it was just all this action happening, and I thought the sound effects would have added more to to make that scene uh, to make that montage a little more impactful.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: I could totally see mm-hmm. that. It, and that that kind of leads into my second dislike. And I felt like this movie was kind of slow. Like I got to the uh, hour fifteen mark. I'm like, okay, this this has got to be almost over. I remember I don't remember much else to this oh, movie. No. And I, I look and thirty or forty more minutes. What? Oh my gosh!
3: Uh, it, it, um, is, it is longer than I had expected. Yeah.
0: It is a little bit longer for sure. And apparently, there's a two that. hour and and fifteen minute cut of this that Disney was like, no, you got. to – or Katzenberg, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was uh, head of Disney or something like that at the time, or Disney movies. So, no, you got to cut that down to an hour and a 45 or something. So, it, it's interesting that there's an even longer version. Um, yeah. But I, I felt like uh, this... This I don't think you need those two montages. I think that's a big thing. It's like it, it's like it builds up to one, and then it has to build up again to another. Well... I don't know. I, the,
2: there's two main montages, and they're they're polar opposites. One yeah. is where Tracy's I, winning, and the other is where the bad guys are. Winning. So yeah, I got yeah, that makes sense that they're both in there. But yeah, for length, it does get a little long. So I yeah, here's I agree.
0: here's my Francisco's retro. retro uh, Was it? No. Dang it! It's been so long. It's when do
1: we eat? <laughs> Here's your retro (laughs) re
0: show re 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 re-re-rewrite where Francisco tells you how the movie should have been made. Also known as Francisco's Fabulous Fan Fiction. It's fabulous. I, I don't know if there's a precedent for this, but it seems like it'd be an interesting take, and you could do it with this movie that's so stylistic, to have the montage go, like the first montage, and then have the music keep going as you see them discover the bug and have that whole sequence just happen a lot faster and... Wait, no, maybe this doesn't work because I'm thinking of the second there's montage there's too much time in between yeah is, is does the second happening. montage happen after mm. he's framed is that when it's when it happens yeah because you see him in the in the in the cell okay yeah, yeah. I guess that doesn't work though mm-hmm. no, I mean you could just cut out all that from the movie. <laughs>
2: right in fact maybe the second one cut out a montage because it seems like there's a long time where tracy's in jail yeah and that leads into my second thing where there's there's a couple things relating to tess's character that doesn't make sense oh
1: really so he's got to be in there
2: during that whole montage that second one where they're like winning all and he's sitting in jail Mm -hmm. meanwhile where's tess she goes to her mom's i think no she's kidnapped during this whole time
0: no, that's a yes. Yeah,
2: she gets kidnapped before the montage. Oh, and everything. she
0: does. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So and she's been kidnapped for a long time Ugh. during this. Another thing is like the thing that doesn't make sense is when uh, boys strapping her to the the mechanical wheel inside the bridge. She she gets on the mechanical wheel like here. Yeah, let me help you. That that it's was like, a bit there's lame no for struggle character. there. Yeah. I understand yeah. that he's got a gun to her, but
3: she's kind of like.
2: <laughs> Okay, whatever. Just silently yeah.
0: going along with it all. She, like, yeah, she
3: seemed very casual about that whole thing. Yeah,
0: I wonder <laughs> if it's her being casual or her being, you know, I I've lot I've lost this guy I love to this hussy and i
2: didn't Drinks i didn't dumped. see sadness in her eyes just boredom or something just yeah, like all okay, right fine. i guess this i
0: was doing now I, I was trying to <laughs> grasp with straws but i think you're right i think you're ultimately right Yeah, that's true i i don't know why it was played that way but i i yes yeah, yeah. well
2: i i mean she's a fantastic actress but mm-hmm. i think she phoned that in yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's a Friday. Just, uh, let's be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're about done with the dislike section because we're about to get to our tragic makers. The things we wished weren't in it that were shot by a tummy gun. A tummy? To- a, t- a tummy gun. What do we... <laughs> <laughs> um, but shot by a tummy gun. Uh, let's start with LJ. What's the thing you didn't like most about this movie?
3: Okay. Uh, it's not that I didn't like breathless necessarily like i thought she i thought madonna played the role very well it was the um her motives Mm, uh because
2: selfish how dare she
3: well it's just i never understood where they came from uh and to me like that was one of the biggest things i kind of forgot about uh whenever uh i was trying to like remember the plot for our some our synopsis Mm. like i i had remembered that obviously she was the one that um you know that was no face or whatever, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I couldn't remember why. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then at the beginning of the movie, I found myself myself still trying to figure that out, and I don't think it it's a blatant. Um, I don't think it's ever blatantly said.
0: Yeah, I, I still don't really that, get it.
3: Um, the, well, here's how
2: it. Here's how I took it. Uh-huh. Okay, she's with big lips at the beginning, and he yeah. the bath. No, not the bath. Yeah, anyway. So then she becomes big boys. Well, she realized, Mm. look, if she's going to survive in this Uh world, she needs to be able to stand on her own, not be under the shadow of big boy or not be under the shadow of big lips or whatever. It's Uh just so she needs to figure something out so that she can stand on her own. So she is making money on the side. She's. Uh uh framing big boy she's frame, and she likes tracy as a guy Mm -hmm. but she doesn't uh uh, but she also needs to look out for herself so she has that duality and that conflict within her which i think she played i agree i think she played that very well Mm -hmm. but i do i also see it's not explicitly
3: explained yeah so so, so maybe yeah. when she first sees Tracy maybe she just I, th- I think maybe it's when she sees him she goes oh well there's a man I can get behind or whatever you know or there's right. a man I can roll with um but then, and I did laugh at that line where where she tells him, like, oh, she's like, what am I, some kind of floozy? And I'm thinking in my head, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like that's exactly what we're thinking, and that's exactly what Tracy's thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh goodness. Um. Okay. So that's fair. So just that 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 whole breathless her motivations didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Was your tragic maker then? In yeah. Summation?
3: It was just kind of not really. It was it it was kind of not really blatant i guess on mm-hmm. exactly where she got those motivations from mm-hmm. i guess yeah
0: okay well that that's kind of that kind of goes along with my tragic maker which was and it's it's a weird juxtaposition because as much as there is so much uh, I mean, we were talking about earlier how the makeup on a lot of these characters looks so amazing. And you can't even, like Paul, you said, when you're watching HD, you can't tell that uh, where the makeup starts and the person begins. Reverse yeah. that. Uh, as as good as the makeup was, I felt uh, so many of these characters, I just felt like there they wasn't a lot to them. Well, yeah, they're flat. I, I, uh, I mean, yeah, the
2: character wise.
0: Yeah. I, so Tess was the standout. Like I said, I felt like she was very, like, like a an actual a, a character I could get behind. But I I mean, from everyone from the kid, I felt was almost a second. I, he really annoyed me at first with go suck an egg. Kid, Dick Tracy just kept the, your <laughs> uncle, dad, whatever from being you. And you're like mouthing off to him. I was like, Oh, okay. That's how it's going to be. Goodbye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so frustrated. About and that. he was used to that. That's why he said that. Yeah. I don't, uh, I, I, I guess I need to have more compassion for that's situations like that. That's what happens to ugh.
2: people who live on the streets, Francisco. <laughs> okay. That's what, they be, that's what okay. the streets teach them.
0: Okay. I guess <laughs> I need to
2: remember that. <sighs> now, the fact that you got all that out of a kid and not all these other side characters with these amazing makeup jobs you found to be the
0: most frustrating <laughs> no, thing. No, you, that was you, not want, the you most... want
2: more character development on these side characters and not this little kid. No,
0: well I felt no no that wasn't it. I was just saying, I was commenting that the kid himself I felt was a bit too dimensional. I mean, you do see a little bit of an arc with him, but oh my gosh. So I I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like the bad guys for the most part. I I felt that they were pretty flat. I, M- Madonna's, a I know. It's strip. It's supposed to be flat. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, you're stepping I was gonna over my joke, joke, joke for out. later. I, I had it right here. <laughs> but whatever, you guys can come over. It's fine. It's a, it's Gotta a, be quick on the draw. Low, <laughs> yeah. Low-hanging fruit there. So, the
1: kid How many
2: points do you have for your tragic maker? I'm How not, many tragic makers do on. you have? Hold
0: on. I will sum it up. Hold on.
1: All right next Madonna
0: I felt like I, I'm I don't know if you guys are Madonna fans I never really was one so it doesn't really help that I wasn't a Madonna fan but for me I felt like she was all femme and no fatale I think she was supposed to be this femme fatale role but I yes, definitely when I compare her to someone like uh oh geez what's Vicky Vale's name Paul from the original Batman her or that, Kim Basinger Bassinger? Kim Basinger her from LA Confidential... Oh, so much better. So much better that femme fatale role, I feel. And just is, I, I feel like, Different yeah. Character. Yeah, but it's the same. I feel like it was the same, a very similar archetype. And so I just, well, I just really to careful. the mayor, she was pretty fatal. <laughs> I, I just felt like she was, yeah, just all sex appeal. And that is pretty much it. And that's like, she just pushed that all the time. I'm like,
1: yeah, well, she, can you? Yeah,
2: that was be a bit more subtle. Please, behind the scenes, she was killing people
0: off. Uh, I mean, I guess there, there, I, you know what? That that's fair. There was an element to that, but I felt like she was just coming on too strong all the time. Uh, but mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe that that was a serve her play to so that people didn't feel like there was something more to her. Okay, right. but that leads me to last point, guys. I, the tragic maker has been building, building. Like the the dark side, and going and going. <laughs> Last point, Dick Tracy himself. <sighs> Everywhere I turn, yeah. Okay, so I uh, maybe you feel different about this, Paul. You like your characters to have a lot of heart, or I a lot of like yellow. He yeah, he was just so <laughs> fixed on getting big boy and that's all he seemed to care about i mean i guess he cared about Tess, but he was just such a two-dimensional hero he was there's like nothing to him i didn't i didn't care for him i thought i mean he was the be- good guy so i had to i had to li- I like him i guess i just i felt like he was such an unsympathetic hero and uh,
2: i he figured things out all the other coppers are
0: like yeah what do we do tracy yeah how do- <laughs> But that's just because he is like he is just because he is written that way. It, it was, there was nothing. I didn't feel like there was anything for me to hang my hat on for his character. I just see because he wears. a Well, hat. he
2: didn't take the bribe. He, you know, I'm not
0: saying he didn't have morality. He was a very mm-hmm. moral, virtuous character. But there was is it is it just like two dimensional character. It, yeah, there was nothing. Like when you have, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think of of other characters that are moral, but there's you still can feel an inner struggle. I mean, I, I think it's <laughs> I think there's leaves and bounds ahead of Dick Tracy, but Aragorn from Lord of the Rings when he's you can uh-huh. see the struggle with like why take the ring from well, Frodo. He had
2: Twelve and, hours to struggle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not
0: Frodo, Aragorn.
1: Tracy had Ar- <laughs>
0: had two, and you guys are complaining about that. <laughs> but I don't see a lot of. It's like, oh no, this is the right thing to do. I'm just gonna do this, and oh yeah, big boy, I you're do, gonna go I down. Do. I just know you're. I know you're in the wrong because you're the bad guy, and so you're, you're. I'm gonna get you, no matter what it That's takes. How those
2: characters are written way back in the day. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, this is '90s movie. Not. It's not. Comic strip, and it's I, not a I, 40s movie, so let's. I don't know. I just, I, I,
3: I was gonna say, I do feel like, um, maybe that, laser, <laughs> that laser focus of his was kind of detrimental and it kind of helped him at the same time because he was so right. focused on doing his job that he was just breathless, as, you know, temptations, that, whatever. That's but right. then it also hurt, but then it also hurt his relationship with Tess because he was so focused that he yeah. didn't. See
0: what she was trying to say. Oh, three dimensional plot there. Watch out. No. Uh, So, Paul, (laughs) uh, now that my tirade's over, what was your tragic Uh, maker? My tragic
2: maker was actually Francisco's first
0: uh, dislike. Oh, dislike. Oh, dislike. I was going to say, what? (laughs) You just like that? Matt Payne? It was great. (laughs) Oh, it actually ties into that. Yeah.
2: Because this movie had a lot of uh three di- normal quote three dimensional movie scene mm-hmm. and okay. then there were a lot of two dimensional where it was like flat and like the backgrounds were flat yeah. and even, even yes. like it was like not no depth. Instance, you're talk about the spacing issue uh-huh. which is great but it it constantly went from a normal movie to a slash comic movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah it it stayed in those scenes far too long it kept pulling me out of the movie each mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it was constantly back and forth so yeah. for me the tragic maker for me is that it didn't pick a style and stuck with it yeah. kind of like um like sin city was more flat mm-hmm. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. throughout it yeah so if i'm not trying to compare it to well modern day filmmaking but it's kind of like If you're going to do one, do it throughout so I can at least go into the movie with you and stay there, not constantly going, whoa, why is Francisco complaining about the shot now again because of this?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I can see that because there were I feel like they did spend a lot of time pulling back the camera just to show you this scene, what I feel like would have been in a strip. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah. Which is the great, establishing but shot I think, in do the, the, the whole strip,
0: movie yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be fine or,
2: you know, and keep everything uh, black and white, your characters, two-dimensional, and make it a fun comic strip movie. Or do the normal filmmaking and ni- make it updated, 90s, where you have this drama and tension, and, and, and all your characters... Costuming isn't just one solid panatone color, but actually make it real and gritty, even that's based on those colors. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like it it was the, uh, the, I almost want to say the duality, it wasn't focused enough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I can see that. You saying that, Paul, makes me, I don't think, I think it would have been much less successful short term. I think nowadays, like if we, so, Nowadays, if we were reviewing this movie in the way I'm about to say, if it was made in the way I'm about to say, I think we would be would fawn. Uh, I would fawn over it much more. Maybe you guys wouldn't. But let me let me ask you what you think. If they made this an animated movie, like stylized like the comic, and also included violence like you see in this movie, I I think it would have been. It would. I don't think it would have jived with Disney because they're such a big animation studio. To have violence like this mm-hmm. in an animated movie, so I think probably would have just it, like made things. If
1: it
2: was all animated, like the character logos, like you see in the yeah, advertisement, like, or that you see down like, below if you're looking
0: <laughs> in the live stream, yes, I yeah, I think that would have been beautiful to look at if it was all styled like that, and uh, and the plot Almost was a little like bit Scanner similar. Darkly, but yeah, know.
2: which came out years later.
0: That has a a different quality the rotoscope. i don't no, want it, it to mean, be rotoscoped
2: okay not rotoscope
0: but i don't I guess know if it would are... have been as good yeah well, I, I disagree i, don't I think the, the live but what you're this only speaks to your point now paul of the pick a style i think that yeah. would yeah. be an interesting unique style to go with to just have
2: i'll it be. tell you what yeah. If Disney did an animated short based on that, that would have been
0: cool. Oh, that yeah, yeah, that would have been. Yes, yes, yes. I would have liked to have seen yeah. that. Okay, well, <laughs> those were our tragedy makers. We've entered all our firing coordinates into all our firing trajectories into the targeting computer. Else, do you have a firing solution for us? No.
1: <laughs> firing solution complete. Rating
0: Salvo at the ready, on your mark. Okay, guys, we had a lot to say about Dick Tracy, but how do we rate it? Uh, Do we rate classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. Nostalgic? It's worth a rewatch if you enjoyed it as a kid or growing up. Or tragic? It's not worth anyone's time today. Even if you liked it as a kid, leave those memories (laughs) in your leave those memories intact because a rewatch will sully them. So let's start with our guests as we'd like to LJ. How do you rate Dick Tracy?
3: I really thought a lot about this, uh, because I wasn't sure, uh, for a while, um, where this fits in the three categories, but I'm going to stick with a classic because I don't think that everybody necessarily will like this movie, but Mm -hmm. I do think it's a movie that some, that everybody should watch at least once.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Well, what about makes you feel like it's something everyone should watch at least once?
3: Um, because uh, to me, like it, it is a great uh, piece of art and it's oh, okay. uh, it's pretty ambitious, I feel like. And yeah. um, and I feel like uh, they mostly succeeded with uh, what they were trying to do. Okay, mm-hmm. very good.
2: Uh, Paul, do you, how you actually you? like the San Francisco shock. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, <laughs> yes. My final rating is. I'm not just going to jump into. I'm going to like walk.
0: All right, into, that's fine. I'm you walk. You walk right into yeah, the the back.
2: build like Francisco was doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this as a kid. as As an adult, this is my second or third time watching it as an adult, and I didn't. I don't. Still don't like it as much as I did as a kid, but um i still enjoy it just not as much but i i agree with uh rj here War sounded like i said rj or but it was i was trying to go into war j and mix it up <laughs> uh, that if you've never seen it i definitely recommend checking it out because i of the things that we listed in our likes i think the acting is incredible i think the some of the like you said francisco some of the cinematography and some of the uh the makeup and stuff I think it, it's very interesting oh there's not a there's a chance you won't like it so there's that little disclaimer in there right, But right. I, I will say it's a classic as well
0: <clears throat> wow um <laughs> well I don't think you need any more 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 ratings because apparently <laughs> this is going to be a classic but um I'm disappointed, guys. <laughs> I, want more. Yeah,
3: I was was going to say, you sound, you sound
0: disappointed. I, I did not enjoy this movie. It was just not... I, I went and showed to my kids. kept me interested. Okay. In, uh, I'm
1: like...
0: I, so this was the first time I'd seen it since I was a kid. Mm. I have had no desire to see it. And I have no desire to watch it again after this. I just...
2: Oh, that's too bad.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad it's another movie that we've done for the show, so everyone out there know, can know what we think of it. But I, yeah, it's just there's so many other movies I'd rather watch. I, I think what? Okay, oh, it's dawning on me now. My issue, and this is this is very much. This is very much <laughs> Francisco. My my wife Chrissy's admonishing me a bit because I'm getting very very loud. Uh, this is very much a Francisco thing. But I feel like this movie, I don't know, needed to go for more realism or more uh, groundedness and or mm-hmm. higher stakes or something to make it something that I would have felt more engaged with. As it, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was very flat uh, 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 mm-hmm. um, in terms of um, uh, a cinematic experience for me. I, I can see where you guys are coming from, that this is a piece of art. But for me, I want to. I want something more from a movie, even though movies are artistic. I don't want to go to them expecting that it's going to be like a painting. I want to have an emotional ride, I guess, for a movie, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, yeah, or to, or right. have it be in, or challenge me intellectually, something like that. Mm-hmm. And this and did. That's where I it. think it does speak volumes, uh,
3: because like I like me and Paul both said. Not everybody is gonna like this movie,
0: but it, yeah. yeah. So if you're like me and you like uh, movies that let's, uh, I'm trying to think of what would be a corollary movie that you might enjoy. That I mm-hmm. I I remember liking Sin City. I, I guess I don't I don't think it's up for a retro rewind status for a while. But I felt like that was much more interesting. Now that I think about, it, I don't know if I would like it though in the same way maybe i'd like it i would dislike it in the same way i just like dick tracy i'm spinning my wheels i didn't like dick tracy that much i i found it not enjoyable nothing to quote no themes to like really catch me more 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 is an earworm but it's not one that i want to keep singing <laughs> so with that francisco rates it a tragic but don't worry. Don't worry, y'all. All y'all uh, Dick Tracy lovers out there. According to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Dick Tracy, a disputed classic movie. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this movie, whether or not you've seen it before.
2: Hey, Francisco, you say it's not quotable? Go suck an
0: egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get us 20XX. Please
1: online receiving incoming
0: transmission okay guys well we have an iTunes review which you know how many you know how many that makes it and even 20 one more and we got blackjack nice because that means something <laughs> but yeah we're it's so awesome thank you so much to everyone who's given us an iTunes review uh, and this one comes from uh, you you may recognize the name uh, that's titled "Why do we Why do we need another movie commentary show?" Five stars for for real <laughs> by Nathan James Norman. <laughs> and what Nathan says is, let's face it: there's almost as many movie commentary podcasts out there as there are podcasters. So why listen to this one? One the Rain System Retro Rewind Podcasts. RRP for short, has the best rating system out there for older films. It is fair and psychologically pleasing. Uh, Two, fun. The hosts and guest hosts are extremely fun to listen to. Three, heart. The show has a ton of heart. Hosts frequently disagree. (laughs) Case in point. But uh, do so well. The show always puts a smile on my face and has introduced me to some forgotten gems I've somehow missed. So thank you so much for that review, Nathan James Norman. It's yeah. awesome having you on the show and also again, an iTunes review from you. I would love to get more iTunes reviews or rest us on uh, Stitcher. I've, I've, I don't think there's a way to review us on Google Podcasts, uh, but if there I don't is, think there's either. Uh,
2: feel free to review us. I though. thought iTunes was. Oh, sorry. It's not Google. Podcast. I thought iTunes was Go Google.
0: What? They're <laughs> different? No way. <laughs> Disney doesn't own both of them yet? <laughs> it's coming. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, again, thank you so much for that feedback. One announcement we have is, as always, uh, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash vote. I know we say that every time, but I do want to highlight that we're pretty much at the end of this run of five movies we've covered. Uh, Dick Tracy was a patron pick, so we've covered the other five that you've voted on, and the next five uh, still need to be voted on. So make sure you go to again slash vote and if you uh, if we were to close voting today the top five movies are the goonies die hard a night's Tale, willow and Tombstone some great movies Ooh. but if you want to see let's say the replacements or the original parent trap or space jam not gonna happen any iron soon. will any of those you want to see those up up uh, at the top you gotta upvote those and downvote the others but well, that's true we could see it you could hear those sooner if you vote exactly now on to the usual things we say at the end of the episode vote on the movies <laughs> you yes. cover at retro rewind podcast.com slash vote like i just said buy our g-shirts at retro rewind podcast.com slash store uh get bonus content and more by supporting us on patreon at retro rewind podcast.com slash support and contact us at retro rewind podcast.com slash contact how else can people reach us paul and you specifically
2: You can contact us after we eat on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can also watch us record these very podcasts live, as well as other live streams of video games and pixel art illustration. If you follow us at twitch.tv slash Retro Rewind Pod. But if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com. Or just listen to
0: the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Uh, so at PaulJPowers.com, do you suck an egg? <laughs> oh,
3: oh, oh. That was a good comeback.
0: <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Paul. I, I As much as I, uh, I sometimes don't like... As much uh, as you suck an egg. <laughs> I should have said that. that would have been so That's why better. he's the master of interruption, because it throws you off. As much as I dislike, I also very much like your interruptions and you being on the show and getting to do the show with you. Thank you so much for being. Oh, quite. Uh, oh thank you for being the co-host and exo of the pod. Uh, and I also very much appreciate LJ for coming back on the show. Uh, thanks so much for being here, LJ. Is thank you. Guys. Oh wait, did I forget something?
2: You, we forgot the Twitch circuits.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta do that. Hold on, LJ. Hold your horses! We thank you. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> we're, we're building up to your thank you. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, And as Paul mentioned, we are on Twitch, and subscribing to our channel supports us uh, from anywhere between $2 and $5, depending on your subscription level. And you can even subscribe for free with an Amazon Prime if you have an Amazon Prime membership. Just go to RetroRewindPodcast.com/slash Twitch Prime to learn how. And I'll just take you to a YouTube video that shows you how to do it. And a big thanks to our current Twitch circuits. Thank you all so much for subscribing to us on Twitch and supporting us that way. I'm also super thankful and grateful that LJ came back to the show. So glad to have you back LJ. Where can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote?
3: Um, so I want to say thank you guys. I'm happy to support. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at WarHeroLJ. LJ. Uh, which is where they get the war J nickname from. Yeah. Do you, uh,
0: are you do you yeah. like that? Is that okay? Would you rather us? No, it's awesome.
3: I, okay. I, I like it. It's great. It's, All right, it, it, was, it, it happened organically and it was, it was a good time. Awesome. But um, yeah. and then so one thing I will like to promote. Um, so I I do write reviews and such for for geeksundergrace.com, but mm-hmm. I have also recently written a Bible study on uh, Ralph Tracy. The internet. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. Ralph- so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got published uh, this past week uh, and uh, you can find that, um, on geeksundergrace.com. That's so cool. Bible. G-
0: yeah. Slash Bible
3: says, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that is where you'll find it. And I, I buddy, it's these Bible studies that we do are great if you have seen the movie. So go with your friends, family, or small group. And uh, print out the Bible studies and uh, and uh, go over them after.
0: That's so awesome! Thank you for putting those types of resources out, LJ. That's that's a really great thing that you guys do over at Geeks Under Grace. I, I, I am Thank curious, you. just in sort of general, did you like uh, Ralph breaks the Internet?
3: Yeah, I did. It was definitely a, a different flavor because it was less video game focused, but mm-hmm. um, they stayed very much on point with. Uh,
0: kind of things that are trending okay. uh, these days cool very very cool uh so yeah thanks again for being here war j and uh as much as I, I like you being here and paul being here i really really appreciate you yes you listening right this very second and then this second and and also this second i assume you're still listening at this second but maybe you've turned us off since so now i no longer think you know just uh, but whatever you're doing wherever you are uh, we really appreciate uh You listening, whether this is your first time or you're one of our Rad Rewinders, part of the ARC community, thank you for spending your time listening to us. And we pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX. And you can also hire me to uh, make pixel art illustrations for you via fiverr at retro rewind podcast.com slash fiverr finally we are proud to be part of the retro junkies network at theretrojunkies.com and the christian geek central network at christian geek central dot com you can catch us at either of those but like a pokemon we gotta catch you all on the next episode of the retro rewind podcast retro
1: rewind mission complete Wait a minute. Wait. Having a thought. Oh,
2: yes. Oh, yes. Gonna have a thought. It's coming. It's
1: gone.
2: So, the moment of testing the quantum jump drive had arrived. And though he was excited at the chance to put right the early podcast reviews that may once have gone wrong, Captain Francisco could not shake a cloud of anxiety that had been mushrooming in his gut since the pod's engineers had completed their tests. He and the rest of the crew would soon find
0: that this anxiety was not misplaced. Uh, or maybe it's just time to start taking some Imodium AD again. Our pod is the
1: my backside. Get the captain some
0: Pepto-Bismol!
2: Dude, do not throw up. You know I can't handle that.
0: Thunder O2, RR Pod, I <laughs> appreciate the concern, hon, but you're not the captain yet, Officer Ruiz, even though that little under-the-sea escapade proved your
1: ability. It was an amazing ability. I'm going to become the captain now. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah, we're just about ready here, Captain. Shipman Berg has some final adjustments to your wibbly-wobbly timey thingy.
0: <laughs> Glad to hear Travis is down in the numbers. One wants miscalculation to result in this poor excuse for a carnival ride.
2: Being apart. Gosh, B, Captain. Uh, don't joke about that unless your life insurance is paid up. Catching, But seriously, patching in these silly kids to say bye. Bye, Daddy. I love you. Bye, Daddy. I love you. I love
0: you. I love you, kids, too. Love you, hun. Okay, XO. We all set?
2: Uh, yes, sir. No further preparing. Just go to
0: Platt. Thanks, R. Pod. See you in the past. Making like Sam be in five, four, three, two, one, jump. Okay, phasing looking good so far. What's happening?
2: Status.
3: All readings were normal,
2: sir, and then all of a sudden, nothing. I can see that, Travis, but did the TR2 end up, in, you know, Superman 3 or what? No, XO, that's what I meant. I'm getting no
0: readings of any kind. No temporal residue signature.
1: And I'm not getting any physical readings. No
0: life signs. Nothing. It's as if the captain's been erased from existence. Uh,
2: anyone got an Omega 13 lying around? On the One MC block channels to Ruiz quarters, crew, the RR pod. This is the XO. As of December nineteenth, two thousand eighteen, we have lost contact with Captain Francisco in the Thunder Road Two. We have no reason to hope that he will return. Please keep Officer Ruiz and her kids in your prayers, and let's support them as best we can. For now have assumed command of the ship we all still have a job to do let's do it for our captain